Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the long-anticipated return of the podcast, Let Me Explain. Give yourself a big round of applause for downloading right now. And keep it going for our troops out there. Thank you guys very much. My name is Dan Brown, along with your co-host, TM Francis. Say hi to everybody, TM. Hello. How's how's everyone doing? How's your 2016? So far, so good. Good, good. How about you? It was pretty good. Can't complain. But the real reason why we're here. TM, last night you and I saw WWE Canton. Yeah, WWE in in Canton. In Canton, I should say. They didn't put. Uh, you got a tweet on the uh, on the live scoreboard they had there. I unfortunately did not. No, it, it was rather disappointing. I actually had three of my tweets show up on the live thing. Did you really? Um, <laughs> I thought well, they were just of. re-showing that. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it was. Um, actually, it was two tweets, but they kind of broke one tweet off into two because a picture. And what was your tweet again that they put on the board? Um, let me get go ahead and get signed in here. First, a uh, WWE event being engaged. Uh, and it was a picture of me and Tracy, so they broke that off into two tweets. Uh, it's see. a rare thing to have uh, your fiance want to go to wrestling shows with you. Or, it is. So uh, you're pretty lucky in that regard. And w- uh, WWE Canton, I just uh, tweeted a picture of the uh, the empty arena. See, yeah, if you <laughs> um, if you tweeted with the hashtag WWE Canton, I thought that they would put yours up on the board. Just well, I mean, I mentioned they have somebody there kind of checking kind of to make an sure. Eye over it. Yeah. Well, my tweet uh, was saying that I was unable to tell the difference uh, between the if most of the crowd was wiggers or autistic people, and that it was hard <laughs> to tell the difference. But I hashtagged it WWE Canton, and they still didn't put it on the scoreboard. Well, what can you do? I was very upset about that. I would be upset too. It. it was prejudice. But either way, that was a good one. Um, I did tweet them saying I came to WWE Canton to see them not acknowledge Hulk Hogan. Because uh, they're still going through the thing right now where Hulk Hogan never existed. Oh, yeah. You know, they did edit him out of all that. Um, it's kind of weird because they, they show that highlight, the history stuff at the beginning of the show. Yeah, and no like, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it'd be like if you went to a baseball game and there was like, no, like Babe Ruth's not in the highlight <laughs> reel because we just recently found out he was a racist. But... <laughs> Yeah, forget all the years of cheating on his wife and and going drunk and uh, Babe Ruth. Oh yeah, Babe Ruth was not the greatest guy in the world. No, he was a uh, terrible hu- human being. I wouldn't go so far as to say he was terrible. Ty Cobb was a terrible human being. Right, Babe Ruth. Uh, I think he was just a big fat drunk guy. You know the best part about this is Hulk Hogan got uh, kicked out of the Hall of Fame for using the N word. He got kicked out of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, can they revoke that? They did. They kicked him out. So they officially said. Now, is the is, hall, is the Hall of Fame an actual place not you can yet. go to? It's not the, yet. There, there's a lot of guys in there. You would think they would have a building for it somewhere. <laughs> no building right now. No building. Um, but Hulk Hogan, uh, for in a private conversation that he thought was private, used the N word uh, because his wife was po- or his uh, his daughter was possibly dating a black man. Is that was that what it was over? It or? was his white daughter <laughs> was possibly dating a black rapper. Uh, oddly enough, Donald Trump still in the WWE Hall of Fame. So. Good job, Donald. As long as you hit, as long as you don't hate black people and you hate Mexicans, you're okay. That is a strange Hall of Fame for him to be in. Um, he was at WrestleMania 23, one of the WrestleManias I was at, by the way. Uh, it was Bobby Lashley versus Umaga. Donald Trump had Bobby Lashley. Uh, Vince McMahon had Umaga, and the loser of that match had their hair shaved. Vince McMahon lost and had his head shaved. Umaga's dead, isn't he? He is indeed dead. Hmm. Which, oddly enough, brings us to our topic today. Snuck that segue in there like a professional. Ladies and gentlemen, it is 2016. It is a brand new year, which means there is going to be some dead wrestlers along the way. There's probably dead ones right now. Oh, there are. You know what? There's a pretty good chance. Um, So, please join us right now for the 2016 Professional Wrestling Death Pool. Uh, we each will take 10 picks. Uh, for bonus points, we will each say how we believe the person will die. <laughs> and then by the end of the year, we will tally up our score and determine who the winner is. Um, the winner gets better picked next year. Next year. The winner gets to pick first next year. Exactly. So we will be flipping a coin right now. TM, will you please say heads or tails? Uh, tails. 
It is tails, TM. You can go first. I like how you just <laughs> fake flipped a coin when I I have a stack of quarters right here. Oh, may I please <laughs> flip a coin? Uh, don't worry, I'm gonna. Well, flip. now I think. <laughs> All right, ready? Heads or yeah. tails? Tails. It is tails. <laughs> so I get to go first. You get to go first only because I wrote your name down first. I'm gonna have to lead with uh, Bobby Heaton again. Now, can you die from not having an entire face? Because I feel like that's gonna be what ultimately is his downfall. Well, I mean, I can assume you, you can die from not having an entire heart. But <laughs> Bobby Heaton was one of the funniest. Um, just listening to his old color commentary, making fun of, uh, he actually had did have some kind of dark humor, especially when he was talking about Bret Hart's parents. Right? He, <laughs> yeah, he did. He, he did. He was saying like, "Oh, good thing that they dug up Helen Hart for this one," and he just, <laughs> you know, kept talking about them being corpses sitting at ringside. He he was a rather dark person with things he like that. He really <laughs> made fun of the uh, the Hart family. He went. <laughs> That was his favorite to go after, though. If only he was still in WWE when Owen died. Mm. That would have been some great gold. Owen Hart, not available for the death pool, by the way. No, sadly not. You know who's not? Eddie Guerrero. Also Eddie, not. Uh, there was actually, a, after Eddie died, Rey Mysterio was you know, consistently wrestling in his honor, and he was feuding with Randy Orton, and Randy Orton in a promo said, Eddie's not up there in heaven, he's down there in hell. They really say that. <laughs> he really said that. They did. They exploit deaths. They did that with um, a couple years ago with Paul. When Paul they just did it died. recently with Ric Flair's son. D oh, did they really? Yeah, it like was. Ric um, Flair's son is dead. He died a couple, like a year or two ago or something. But maybe I knew that. And um, his daughter was wrestling Paige, and she uh, she said something like, "Your brother deserved to die." I don't remember what the hell it was. It's actually a very terrible promo, and you're like, "Okay, this is too real." They did that with Paul Bear. I think that was you. Yeah. Someone showed me. Um, um, Paul Heyman dressed up as Paul Bear. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, they. I mean, they were about the same stature. Well, for a while there, <laughs> Paul Bear uh, really did. He f would go from. I. I don't want to say from fat to skinny, but like from fat to morbidly obese. He kind of. He kind of bounced around in that area. He, a little he did. Bit. Uh, he did quite a bit. Yeah, I don't think Paul. Paul Heyman was never a. Uh, he was never that fat. He's kind of fat now. Is he? Well, I mean, he was a little bit fatter in the early 2000s. Is he still with that company? He is. He's uh, the manager of Paul Heyman, or of uh, Brock Lesnar. Oh, I feel, okay. Okay. So you got Bobby Heenan. I got Bobby Heenan. My first pick in 2016, professional wrestling Deadpool. I select Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Son of a bitch. What do you have against Ricky Steamboat? I don't have anything, but I believe he will die from getting an elbow to the chest in the middle of the night. From the ghost of Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> so Ricky yeah. Steamboat, love you, man. But uh, that match at WrestleMania three was just too good, and we need a rematch. How old is Ricky Steamboat? That's an interesting pick to me because I feel like Ricky Steamboat's um, he can't be that old. Ricky Steamboat, born 1953, so he's 60. He's going to be 63 in he's a still, month. Still, yeah, he still looks good. He looks in good shape. I don't know. I, th I feel like you picked a healthy guy here. but um... You know what? A lot of people die healthy. <laughs> That's a good point. All right. So we had a... Uh, Wait a minute. Ricky Steamboat has a son named Richie Steamboat? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. He looks a lot like him. You know, Ricky Steamboat was actually still wrestling couple years ago um he showed up i think it was wrestlemania 24 24 i think yeah um or 25 it was one of those ones and he wrestled he wrestled chris jericho went against a bunch of the legends I and the he... legends like looked really bad because they're all old but ricky steamboat got in there and you're like oh man this guy can still go Really? Yeah, it was pretty good. I thought I thought he was. Um, wasn't he like Rick Rude or what? Where he had to have one of those. I'm gonna. I have to retire or else my neck's gonna break. Uh, things. I thought that's what Ricky Steamboat was. Uh, I think they all do at some point. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, about right. is Edge still retired? Edge is still retired. Oh, good for him. Yeah, he's enjoying life, not watching wrestling. Um. Yeah. Alrighty. TM, you are now on the clock. How, much, how long do we get on the clock? Uh, give you about sixty seconds. See, because now I'm I'm looking at my main factors are really just steroids and old age. Hmm. Um, 
I'm going to go with Jimmy Snuka. Jimmy Snuka. Do you you know, I had him later in my list. I'm going to have to take him off now, obviously. Well, what where, where are you going to say Jimmy Snuka dies of? Dies of? <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, nobody's around. Roddy Piper can't hit him in the head with a coconut. <laughs> um... He's awaiting, and realistically, I mean, he's awaiting murder charges. Yes, he is. They allegedly he uh, may have killed the lady in uh, I thirty think years in Pennsylvania ago. thirty years ago. I believe Allentown, Pennsylvania. There's no way they. I, I don't think they can convict him. There's. I mean, how are they going to have evidence of that? I don't know. But it it just seems to me he's uh, he's old. Um, he uh, he did a lot of steroids, and and cocaine. He appears to be incoherent, and he's also, uh, this type of stuff, I think, could put stress on you in your later years. Like, you know how Joe Paterno d- kicked off a couple months after the uh, the Penn State scandal broke? I mean, like, four months later, he was gone. Absolutely. So I'm going to go with Jimmy Snook on that. Whose daughter we saw uh, <clears throat> last night at the Canton thing, I did not know that was his daughter. You pointed it's a big it out lady. to me. She is a big lady. She looks like a uh, someone you would not want to. Me- like she's the type of girl. She was wearing. She's wearing leather. She wrestles in leather pants and a cutoff, like yeah. a biker thing. And she is the type of girl where, like, if you got into a fight with a dude and you saw that was his girlfriend, you'd be like, "Oh shit, she's gonna like sneak up on me and hit me with a pool cue at some point during this thing." She was a scary looking lady. She had some big shoulders. She is a and- mean looking bitch. Yeah. Well, you gotta figure. I mean, Jimmy Schnook was a huge person so see because uh i believe uh literally we've, we've come across jimmy snooka has dementia because i think uh or oh does he really i think that's what we came across or he's in the stages of you know it, mentally he's losing it um so i thought he i was, don't know if he was ever there that there to begin with but. i thought he would jump off the uh, second story of a building seeing a lawn gnome on the ground thinking it was his opponent i'm gonna uh, go going heart attack i don't think you, heart can go, okay. you can never go wrong with a heart attack Especially in pro wrestling. Yeah, that's that's the way they all do it. Alrighty. So that's very good. Very good pick. It's very uh, very lighting. Um I'm going to go pick number two in the second round. Or pick one, second round, whatever you want to call it. Lex Luger. I didn't have him on my list. That's I have Lex Luger. Um, not by what you think. I think he's gonna be struck by lightning uh, when he's in a church. <laughs> I just I have the feeling He's going to say, look how good my life has turned around, and he will get hit by lightning at that point. You, that is a very elaborate uh, elaborate way to go. Lex Luger hit by lightning. I will say right now, if those are the two ways that my two picks die, struck by lightning and elbow dropped by a ghost, I will probably shit myself. First of all, I think it's... Um... I think it's ballsy just to pick hit by lightning, but then to also call a place <laughs> on top of it... I feel like you might be. Uh, I might be overreaching there. You're a little narrowing. Bit. You're really narrowing it down there. But hey, look at look at all the. You know what's weird? You know how the easiest way to get struck by lightning is um, play Jesus in a movie. Because Willem Dafoe and the guy from The Last Temptation of Christ each were struck by lightning. Really? Yes. No shit. I yes, they know. were. Willem Dafoe was stuck. <clears throat> was struck by lightning. Yeah, I think. Um, I don't know if I read this. If this was a rumor. Um, I know I came across it somehow. I think it was both when they were on the cross too. Like I think that's when they were both hit by lightning. The uh, oh yeah, well, just need a little. And after you hear that, I dare you to tell me. You can say there's no God, but I dare you to tell me there's no Satan. That's fucked up that they got. um, Lex Luger looks terrible, by the way. Oh yes, he he is in a wheelchair. He is indeed in a wheelchair. Um, if you have. uh, Speaking of getting hit by lightning, of what we were, uh, I, I recommended that documentary to you before, um, Call Me Lucky. Yes. That guy, uh, Barry Crimmins, was a stand-up comedian from Boston in the 80s. Uh, he was struck by lightning at a festival while tripping on acid, um, which I think has got to be one of the craziest things. I, to get hit by lightning is insane enough on its own but if you're actually tripping balls while you get hit by lightning i don't see how you can't um i don't know i think i would believe in god after that oh absolutely all righty so i think we both have uh, two good picks so far lex luger was a good one all righty who do you have for your third pick 
I'm going to go with the Dynamite Kid. Ooh, Dynamite Kid. Also in a wheelchair, if I'm not mistaken. Him and Lex Luger have very similar after post, uh, post-wrestling post career stories. Yeah, I would say so. Just bodies breaking down. Steroids is really... It absolutely takes a toll. It just makes your joints and muscles break down later on in life. Absolutely. I would, uh, I would definitely say so. Um, let's take a look here. Go do something about yourself. Hold on a second here. Sorry, I just got a I got text message from the uh, the GM at the Improv telling me the new start times or new starting show times. Okay, and I was a little confused because it was uh, emailed to me and Rob Ward, so I didn't know if you just meant to email Rob Ward or me as well. But okay. So Dynamite Kid, I'm sorry. How did you say Dynamite Kid? Um. Heart attack. Heart attack. I'm going with heart attack across the board for all these guys, I think. Okay. Well, that is the safe bet. That is the safe bet. Um, my third pick will be ECW original, The Sandman. Shit, he was on my list. I, I had a feeling he was on your uh, on your list. I'm going to say uh, he will be poisoned. His beer will be poisoned by his ex-wife. Was his ex-wife a manager? Um, I don't remember. I don't think so. I think he was, di- or maybe I'm thinking of Tommy Dreamer again. That he was. Uh... He used his kid in the storyline for uh, Raven. Yeah, yeah, for Raven. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember if that if uh, they were in real life. I don't they, love you uh, anymore, Daddy. I now worship Raven. Yeah, that's right. Then his uh, kid hit him in the head with a uh, with one of those kendo sticks or whatever. Mm-hmm. The, oh, the uh, the Singapore cane. <laughs> I'm going to have to rebound from that. The Sandman was on my big board, and you took him away. Ooh. Well, that's all the fun of having a draft here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, one time in an NFL draft, the uh, Mel Kuyper board got knocked over, and every team just went into chaos. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, uh, that's stolen. That's a that's a bit from The Onion, the website. It's a very good story. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, sorry. It's okay. Are we on, whose pick are we on? You, Your pick, number four. Mr. Fuji. Mr. Fuji. Let me guess. Heart attack. Um, you know, I'm going to say natural causes for Mr. Fuji. Ooh, I got to scratch that off. Natural if causes. If you're an old person, though, and you die, like, say you're in, like, let's see here, Mr. Fuji, 1930, so he's 81. <clears throat> now, if he dies and it's a heart attack, because he's so old, don't they still consider that natural, natural causes? causes I, think, or? <coughs> I think they might. Sorry, excuse me. The picture they have of him is from when he was managing Demolition. And uh, he used to put on that little bit of eye makeup, which looks hilarious. He he looks even uh, more like a cartoonish uh, villain. I I pulled that up right here. Who else did he manage? Yokozuna. Yokozuna, who was actually Samoan? Demolition for a while. Yeah, the very Samoan Yokozuna. Uh, George Steele. Magnificent Morocco. Bob Orton. The Moondogs. Killer Khan. Jim Neidhart. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, Davey Boy Smith. Uh, Owen Hart. Yokozuna. Crush. Orient Express. Powers of Pain. Kamala. Demolition. Oh, I remember the Orient Express. Yeah. That was a good pick. It was a very good pick. Um, I'm going to go with my fourth pick. I'm going to say Virgil. Virgil? <laughs> I'm going out here. And the, here's the sick. Poor I don't, Virgil. I don't know exactly how he's going to die, but it will happen at an autograph signing. Yeah. It's and nobody happen. will notice for about six hours when they're cleaning up at the end that he hasn't moved. He, they're going to notice, or uh, he's going to get attacked by a fan who he tries to charge $100 uh, for an autograph to. Now I have heard that Virgil is uh, very popular at those uh, some of those conventions that you attend. Have you ever seen Virgil? In I have person? seen Virgil. Uh, actually, go right now. Go to lonelyvirgil.net, Lonely. and you will see a bunch of pictures of him at these autograph stands where nobody is around because nobody wants his autograph. I had. Um, <clears throat> 
when I was in high school, there was a uh, kid I went to school with named Dustin who told me a story. He came, he went to one of those conventions, and he came. And this is like, I mean, this is over ten years ago already. He came back, and he was telling me about all these people we met, and he said that Virgil specifically like f- like flagged him down while he was walking by and asked him if he wanted a picture with him. Yeah. My friend agreed and Virgil was then like, "Okay, that's going to be 50 bucks." And my friend just paid him b- <laughs> because he's like, Well, for I I believe he was like 17 at the time. He's still a child basically. Uh he's probably like 110 pounds and then Virgil is uh telling him that he has to pay him for the picture that uh, he just took. That is awesome. Lonelyvirgil.net. Yeah. Oh, he puts he puts up a picture of him. I like the banner in the background because it looks like it should be a Ted DiBiase autograph signing. It I is. did not see Ted DiBiase. He's not. There, the though. first time I ever saw Virgil at one of these things, I actually went up to him and said, hey, when's Ted DiBiase going to be here? And he said, he's not. This is um, a banner from something we did in Canada together. But the, the, uh, the banner was expensive, so he keeps using it. Yeah, this so is a, fe- there's a picture of him at a flea market in Pennsylvania, with just a table set up. Yep. Like it doesn't look like there's anything. <laughs> it doesn't look like it looks like he's in the parking lot of a carnival, and he's just kind of sitting there with his table. Oh, this is sad. It's so, very sad. Is this just what he does? It's he, what he does. He goes to these autograph signings, and uh, nobody, literally nobody, ever goes to his thing. I mean, they might go over there to see what he's got and to like listen to him, like try to tell him. Like, he'll go, you'll go there and he'll try to tell you how great he was. But like, obviously, nobody believes him. Actually, one time I saw him, uh, I did get a picture with him years ago, and he does not smile in the picture because I didn't pay for it. Um, did he autograph it at least? He autographed, uh, he autographed uh, <laughs> something for me. And uh, the only reason why I got his autograph there. Is because a it was for free. B, uh, me and my buddy went there for Booker T. And because uh, Booker T was signing autographs the same day. I would meet Booker T. Oh, Booker T was really cool actually. So. That old footage of Booker T accidentally calling Hulk Hogan the N word is uh, got to take on a whole new meaning now. Mm-hmm. I agree. Or at least be sort of funny in hindsight. All right. So we're almost at the halfway. So you mark. took Virgil. I took Virgil. Um, Again, I didn't say how exactly he will die, but I will say he will be found later at one of these <laughs> autograph signings. He will die at the autograph signing. Nobody really, really gonna know how exactly at first, but uh, he will at least be there for six hours. And then when the cleaning crew comes by, it's like, "Come on, man, you gotta leave." And he's not moving. That's when it will be discovered he's dead. So you're thinking he's just going to die in his chair then? Something will happen. He will die in his chair, and it will just go completely unnoticed. Waiting for the autograph seekers that don't come. Um, that was distracting. I'm a <laughs> yeah, you probably shouldn't have cops on in the background. when. Uh, I'm going to go with Don Morocco. Don Morocco? I had him up on my list too. Who surprisingly I... is still alive. Once again, it's the steroid thing. I can't believe he's alive now. Steroids and heart attack? They do seem to go together. That's a very good pick. I actually, I had him uh I had him on my chart going at number nine for myself. So uh, I do like that pick. <coughs> Don Morocco born nineteen forty nine, so he's sixty seven. Gonna be sixty seven. Excuse me one second here, let me uh <clears throat> and we're back here. Um, Don Morocco, very good. Very, very good. Well, he was part of the whole, um, the 80s, uh, the the rock and roll, the, the original first wave of huge WWF uh, popularity when, um, when it, se- it seemed like everybody was on steroids in that uh in that era, like they do, they really didn't have smaller guys in the WWF. No, they didn't. Not at all. Like not at all. It was like the Rockers <laughs> were like the tag team. That was it. Yeah, and they Marty were the only. And and Ma- yeah, and they they weren't small Marty, dudes yeah, Marty back then small. either. Yeah, like Shawn Michaels was smallest, but smaller for a pro wrestler, <laughs> anyways. You know, Bret Hart wasn't really that big either. 
I mean, there's still he was a big, massive he was human being compared yeah. to yeah, compared to everyone else. I agree. Well, it's like one of those weird things. Like when I see Johnny Manziel on a football field, he look he seems just like such a small guy standing next to everybody else on the field. But then you think to yourself, like that guy's as big as I am, and I'm bigger than most people I meet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just I know like, exactly what you mean. Sm- you know, he's like he's small for a big fella, which is. Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of how Shawn Michaels... Shawn Michaels has to be like a big dude in real life, I would imagine. You know, he's a big guy. I uh, I went to training camp years ago, and I saw Phil Dawson. He was the first one out on the field. Philly D. And it was like, dude, that is a big guy. Like, if you saw him Phil walking Dawson, at a yeah. Beach, he was a huge dude. And then, like, oh, Shawn yeah. Rogers comes out right after him, and you're like, that <laughs> is a massive human being. Like, I, yeah. like, if I was Santa Claus, I'd rather have Phil, da- Phil Dawson on my lap. But I'm Dan Brown, comedian, and I'd rather have Sean Rogers. It's a much better story. Yeah, I got Don Morocco. Okay, very good. So my fifth pick, um, I'm going to take another V one here. Vampiro. Vampiro? <laughs> I will be taking Vampiro. Uh, hear me out. That is a name I would have never thought of again, I don't think. He will die of a broken neck. Ooh, uh, he's not looking good. He is not, but he is training people still. Um, he will die of a broken neck in front of his new class that he's training. He'll go to the top rope and say, okay, watch me do this because I don't want any of you to break your fucking necks. <laughs> I don't want to have to do this again, and <laughs> you will not. So, Vampiro, it's good knowing you, buddy, but I got you at number five. God, Vampiro. You know, that uh, that's not a bad... Uh, the whole vampire thing is not a stupid gimmick. And he did it well. Unless you... Well, I mean, it is a stupid gimmick, but the way they tried to do it with Gangrel was especially stupid. Did he always wear that white, fluffy yeah. interview with the vampire shirt, or was that like a Vince McMahon idea? Well, I think that was they, just uh, a Vince McMahon deal. Oh, okay. Let me look, actually. That gonna... same... Uh, that sh- The interview with the vampire, or... Uh... Seinfeld, the uh, the pirate shirt. But you know what? That's always helped him because he's been able to keep that character for as long as he has been. I remember, you know, and and that that uh, character keeps getting him gigs. So I mean, that guy's still working today. You know, he and Edge were. Uh, he was supposed to be right on par with him, but the the funny thing about uh, Gangrel was uh, that he cannot talk on a microphone, like at all. And they should have just kept him not talking. He tells a good story about uh, getting into an argument with Ric Flair uh, in Australia. Because Ric Flair was kind of like, he was saying like Ric Flair was like preaching to everybody about how great he was and what you need to do. And uh, Well, if I were Ric Flair, that's all I would do as well. But I agree. Ric Flair was even on that wife swap show. They swapped his wife out with uh, Piper's wife. They did a wrestling wife swap? <clears throat> they did. What was that, on the WWE Network, I nope. would imagine? ABC. It was not. I swear to God. Oh wait, wait, but it was just a wife. It was. It, was a, it, it wasn't was a regular, wrestling wife swap, right? It was, it was just regular it was wife Rick swap. Flair, it was Ric Flair's wife um, and Piper's wife. Uh, let me type in Ric Flair. I think it was wife swap. Ric Flair, Roddy Piper, wife swap. Yep, the whole episode's on YouTube. That's hilarious. I did not know that. Yeah, every uh, it said every day Ric Flair goes out. Um, he buys a coffee, uh, and every day people are asking for his autograph and pictures, and he loves doing it. Meanwhile, Piper's in his house in a faraway place, like away from the public, and he loves it. It well, not anymore. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> now Piper's in a better place. R.I.P. Piper. Allegedly. So we're at the halfway mark right now. Can yeah, I uh Coconut Samoan Hell is a place. Can I can I go over our picks really quick? Go for it. Alright. So for the first five picks, TM has picked Bobby Heenan. because uh, he's missing half a face. Uh, Jimmy Snooka heart attack. Dynamite Kid heart attack. Mr. Fuji natural causes. Don Morocco steroids slash heart attack. For Dan, I have Ricky Steamboat being elbowed by the ghost of Macho Man Randy Savage. Lex Luger being struck by lightning in church. Uh, Sandman, poison beard by his ex-wife. Virgil will die in an autograph signing that nobody will notice for about six hours. And Vampiro would die of a broken neck, teaching kids how to not get a broken neck. 
I'll be impressed if you collect any bonus points in this in this year's <laughs> draft because you are getting very you're getting very specific. It's Although like, it's like are... the Babe Ruth calling a shot thing. It's like no, it's going in. Although if if let's say uh, your internet was down for a week, and then I came to you and said, "Man, you wouldn't believe it. Lex Luger was struck by lightning in a church." You would believe me. Um, I will reserve judgment on that until that actually happens. If I said the Sandman had his beer poisoned by his ex-wife, you would believe me. Who poisons anybody anymore, though? That's a very that's a very medieval way to, you know, you, you poison your half-brother when you want the <laughs> throne. Like, there's no, who poisons anybody nowadays? Except for on Breaking Bad. Which I rewatched the other day. Oh, yeah? Or I've been rewatching it anyways. I'm on the last season again. Did you ever watch that show? I never got into that show. You, you, you should. It's all on Netflix. It's no, very... Maybe that would be my and Tracy's new show. It should be your and Tracy's new Well, yeah. What show do you... Have you has we she ever up. seen Breaking Bad? Uh, she watched a couple episodes and then, you know, just kind of drifted away from it, too. Really? I think, like, we both started watching it at the same time before we started dating. It both kind of drifted away from it at the same time as well. Well, you got to start from the first one. That's the whole thing. Yeah. If, you, if you watch the first episode, and uh, you, you'll know whether or not you want to watch the whole thing just just based off of the uh, first I one. did watch a couple episodes. It was a good show. It's a gr- I think it's the best show. I mean, the part show where uh, the tub comes falling through the ceiling was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, that was early on. That was probably only, like, the third or... And there was a lot of... that was There was, like, a lot of comedy in the, there. The first season, there was a lot of dark humor in there. And the, the humor gets less and less throughout the series because the... To where, like, the last episode, episode like, there's no humor at all? There Well, I mean, yeah... Yeah, I guess, but they're still they they sneak in like their their funny moments, especially in the last season. But that first season, there's a lot of really uh, a very funny shit in there. But yeah, what did, what show did you two end up settling? Raising on? Hope. Raising Hope. You watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Raising Hope. You are now on the clock. Is it on me? It's on you now. <sighs> I've had a feeling for years that Sabu is always about to die but he still has he was a, my pick in 2015 he's a very durable it, uh, we only did three picks in 2015 remember that I'm gonna take Sabu you're taking Sabu? yeah you know what I'm Sabu say- you disappointed me for the last three years if you die this year I'm gonna be really fucking pissed at you I'm gonna say in in ring accident very possible I mean, of the guy- some sort you know what? It's very possible. The guy has like all these bad injury problems, and doctors are telling him, please don't wrestle. And then right after he leaves the doctor's appointment, he gets on a plane to go wrestle somewhere. Yeah, exactly. He duct tapes himself he's up. And he's a very old man, too. So Sabu. Well, he's uh, he's related to... The original Sheik was like his uncle or something like that. Who also yeah. had a very long, very durable career. But here's the thing. I said he's a really old man. He's actually only 51 years old. Sabu? Yes. God. He looks like he's 80, <laughs> except for his body. His body looks like a 30-year-old man who's been in like some kind of like terrible lawn care accident. <laughs> <laughs> terrible lawn care accident. Oh yeah, because he's got those uh, he's got those scars all over his chest from like death matches and yeah. uh, and stuff like that. Sad. Let's take a look here. He, uh, he is not a fan of WWE wrestling. He looks the same as always. He's always looked like that. His real name is Terry? Yep. Although there were some good uh, Sabu moments. I mean, the guy did uh, the guy did put his body on the line quite a bit for... Uh, for us. He did break his neck in the ring. Okay, let me let me take this one more time here. Yes, there was a there was a lot of good with Sabu here. Um, even in TNA, like he he went to TNA for a little bit there in the early two thousands. Oh, he had a run there. <clears throat> he uh, he wrestled Abyss in a uh, barbed wire massacre match. Match. Uh, let me get a let me turn this down a little bit here. My internet on this thing now sucks. Abyss, that's somebody I didn't even think about who could possibly die. Like, I did do some crazy shit throughout the early 90s. I mean, Nanny's a big man, so... 
one of the first clips that comes up. Uh, I think I think we're in the same wrestling same. gone wrong. Taz breaks Sabu Tazplex. What's a dragon attack? Actually, there's one uh, Chris Benoit breaking Sabu's neck. That's like that. That's like the most famous clip. If you're on if you're on YouTube right now, type in Chris Benoit. Uh, Sabu. Ooh. And it's about 54 seconds long. And you'll see Chris Benoit right around the seventh drop Sabu on his neck. Or on his head. And of course, what uh, good professional wrestling managers do nowadays, uh, they will show you that clip over and over and over and over again. Be honest with you, I'm still mad that Taz never got over in the WWF like he should have. Well, you know, let's look at let's look at Taz though as what he is though. I mean, the guy um, he had cool suplexes. He had some really cool suplexes. That's all I cared about. But at the same time, he is five foot nine, and he was like a big, bulky, stocky guy. So what does that matter? That's a the Chris Benoit was a bulky, stocky. But Benoit also Five made, foot nine, whatever. Benoit also looked real too. Like if you if you saw Benoit and saw how he wrestled a match, you believe that guy could beat the shit out of you in real life. I know plenty of meat-headed Italians like Taz that were. <laughs> but um, did you ever watch the show Tough Enough? Uh, I watched the first season, yeah, because I remember they had uh, who was Maven, Maven and that and guy from Nidia. Harvard. Yeah, Maven and Nidia were the winners. Um, Nidia, Pat, I haven't thought about that name in a while. Is she still... Uh, nope. Not in WWE. I, I recall having quite a bit of a crush on her when uh, when that show came out. But uh, Taz was the one of the trainers on the first season, if you yeah, remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Hardcore Holly, Bob Holly, was the trainer on the second season. And in an interview, Bob Holly said JR came to him and asked if he'd be a trainer because of... Um, he knew if a, you know one of those young kids were to test at Bob Holly, Bob could take care of himself. But he also said that if one of these young kids tried testing Taz, Taz would have been exposed for how not tough he really was. Oh, really? Yeah, so... I actually got a, I got a reply back from Taz on Twitter uh, a couple months back. Has he blocked you yet? Why are you no. tweeting Taz? I tweeted Taz and said if he, could, if he could have one more match in uh, WWE, who would he want to put over, as in him losing? Mm-hmm. And he said, nobody, I like to win. So that was a bit disappointing. So you're taking subtle jabs at Taz on Twitter? I am. I am. <laughs> I took jabs at CM Punk and got blocked. I took jabs at Vince Russo and Josh Matthews and got blocked and Sonny and got blocked. Why'd which, you oddly take, enough... Wait, why, why'd you take jabs at... Uh, was CM Punk blocked you? Yep. CM, oh, CM Punk's very easy to block people, too. Why Why? Why did he... Because uh, um, somebody asked him what his favorite type of exercise is during his concussion, and he said he liked using the bicycle, and I said he probably would have liked walking out. Because uh, he walked out of the WWE, mm. uh, Vince Russo, um, I pretty much just told him what a piece of shit he is. Same thing with uh, uh, Josh Matthews. Uh, Josh Matthews was also on that first season of Tough Enough. He was the really skinny kid who made it all the way to the finals. I think I remember. him. Yep, yeah. he's now an announcer in W uh, in TNA. And Sonny, who honestly is my sixth pick for my wrestling death pool. Oh, that's a good one. I, uh, I will say that. she will die from AIDS. <laughs> No, it's 2016. People don't die of AIDS anymore. But she will die of AIDS. Um, <laughs> and uh, the reason why uh, she blocked me is because there was rumors that she will be doing a professional wrestling porno with Vivid Entertainment. And I tweeted her saying, if you're doing a professional wrestling porno, may I please play the part of Shawn Michaels? Did Shawn Michaels fuck Sonny? Yes, yes, everybody fucks Sonny. I thought Bret Hart fucked Sonny. Uh, that is, uh, I believe that is a, a possibility, too. A lot of people fuck Sonny. Sonny was dating Chris Candido and cheated on a lot of people. Or cheated on him with a lot of people. Really? Bret Hart, Sonny affair. Let's take a look. Maybe Speaking she did. dead guys. Chris Candido died in a weird... Didn't he die in surgery or something like that? Uh, no, he, uh, he died on... Uh, blood clot, I believe. Blood. It was from, it was like a surgical complication, though, or something. Sonny had a nine-month relationship with Shawn Michaels in 1997. Uh, Michaels accused Sonny and Bret Hart of having an affair, which Bret denied. Accusation because causing marital problems for Hart. 
which left the backstage confrontation with Michaels, signing his friend with Hart, and what entertained Serum, however, following him on tour. In addition, she walked out of the Raw the night after the Montreal Screwjob, the incident W.I.B. Sonny came to WWE while she was dating Chris Candido. However, she quickly became a fair with Shawn Michaels. Sonny also had an uh, Sonny also had an affair with Bret Hart, which Shawn Michaels found out about and supposedly told Bret's wife about it, causing their marriage to eventually end. How about it? Hmm. Man, say um, what you want to say, but man, Sonny fucked some good champions. Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels just hated each other so much. Oh, absolutely. Chris Candido is only 33. Yeah, he died young. Wow. He died really young. Died due to a blood clot, a complication from surgery he had. Yeah, wow. Candido fractured both his tibia and fibula and dislocated his ankle during a steel cage match with Lance. Is there footage of that? Because that sounds like a nasty injury. What was the match? Um, Steel cage match with Lance against Apollo. This was at lockdown. Uh, Apollo, if I am correct here. What was Apollo's last name? Um, shit. Hang on a second. That was all. All it said was uh, Apollo. Some uh, German Figura Sullivan. Hmm. Let's see. Let's type in YouTube. Let's see the Taskmaster song. <clears throat> uh, Lance Hoyt's lockdown cage match. Was it Action Jack? Action Jackson? No, I don't know. It's a no, no, I'm looking at the wrong thing Oh, well. Alrighty, who's your number seven pick? I'm going to go with uh, Bruno San Martino. Oh, was he on your thing? He was. I was shocked to find out he was still alive. Which is a good reason to pick while you might die. To be honest with you. Yeah, is, oh yeah, that was that's an excellent strategy. That's actually why uh, the next person who I'm bumping up one is gonna is gonna take. Did Bruno San Martino do steroids or was he kind of pre? Uh, I think I think he definitely did. Was some he steroids. before that era? Were they doing steroids in the '60s? Because I know in the in the NFL it became prevalent like the late '70s. I think is when that whole or mid to late '70s is when it started there. Um, let's take a look here. Early life. Post WWF. Backstage incidents. Other media. Personal life. I'm just doing a quick, uh, tr- quick scam here. I don't see anything on steroids. I mean, because that was also at a time, too. They weren't really checking for steroids. You know what I mean? I mean, it's very possible he was. I mean, and then again, I mean, he trained with Arnold Schwarzenegger, for God's sakes. Who, San Martino did? Yeah. I just thought maybe he missed that era because he was already famous in, uh, in like, the 60s. And, right. Uh, I don't know how relevant steroids was back then. So uh, you know what? Hold on a second. I see, uh, I do see something here. Um, Bruno San Martino, Mike Graham discussed Benoit and animals. About a six-minute long bit. Uh, let me fast forward here. It is a something from MSNBC back in 2007, I'm presuming. They tried to bring some attention to it because I felt... Okay. Because already that has been puzzling me tremendously is that 25 years ago, I was very outspoken. I appeared at many television shows such as Larry King and Donahue and Aldo Rivera. Donahue. You name them. I was on all of them. Because already there had been a few deaths in wrestling and they were drug related. Back then, I was really trying to bring some attention to it because I felt that if something wasn't done then, that those numbers will grow and grow and grow. And today, there are numbers by, by a different re- that have reported over 90%. 
Well, it sounds like the him. It sounds like maybe he he was against steroids. Yeah. So, but Brito's still a good pick. Um, are you staying heart attack? I'm gonna go old age. Old age. Okay. I'll take it. He's filing the WWE Hall of Fame now. Oh, did he agree to that? You're right. He did. He was on bad terms with them for a very long time. Very long time. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was inducted two years ago. Last year, uh, they inducted uh, Ultimate Warrior. No, I took that back. Three years ago, they inducted San Martino, and two years ago, they inducted Warrior. Because last year, they did the uh, the Warrior. They're giving out a, an award every year in the name of uh, Ultimate Warrior. For what? Um, things L- of courage. Losing stamina quickly in the ring. <laughs> Demanding money before you go out there. Yeah. And- you know, his uh, his wife came out. They. Um, the Warrior Award last year went to somebody named Connor, who the WWE has followed. He was a six-year-old little boy or something who died of uh, some kind of like brain cancer or something. Um, so, I mean, it, it goes towards, you know, I think it's going to go towards like people who show courage through these ultimate... This is what... I don't understand. First of all, he was a terrible wrestler. Correct. The WWFE did their best to... Uh, talk shit about him for a very long time. They made a DVD about the it. The self-destruction of the ultimate. I watched that. That was a great DVD. It was probably a pretty accurate portrayal of <laughs> yeah. his career. He was incoherent in promos. The only reason he was over is because he looked like a superhero and he had that face paint and little kids loved him. But he was... T- what changed where all of a sudden they were talking shit about him for over a decade? Uh, he was one of the biggest characters they ever had. One did of the they, biggest draws did they, they ever know had? he was on his way out? No, he wasn't, though. I think he knew he was on his way out. He was not one of their biggest draws. He was supposed to be, but he never... After he beat Hogan, I think he headlined a couple pay-per-views, but that was it. He was never... Uh, I mean, he was never... There are a lot of guys who were really never money draws. Bret Hart was never really like no, a he huge was never, money. Neither no. was Shawn Michaels, for that matter. No. Stone Cold was. Sto- yeah. Stone Cold, The Rock. The Rock. Undertaker. Undertaker, yeah. Because he, he kind of... Yeah. Alrighty. So... Bruno, I will be seeing, for my seventh pick, I will be seeing uh, Superstar Billy Graham. Uh, and he also in a wheelchair. Uh, not so much. I mean, the guy still moves around. <laughs> not so much. He still moves around a little bit. He's doing all right. Um, Superstar Billy Graham, Save I just you. have a feeling he's going to die. Um, I'm just going to say of a black heart. The guy's very negative at this stage in his life. He's always uh, He's always finding a reason to be angry. You're going to have a tough time finding uh, negativity listed as a cause of death on an autopsy, I feel like. <laughs> it's just so negative. It's the law of attraction, really. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going tugboat. Tugboat? Or the Shockmaster. Uh, whatever, whatever name you prefer. <laughs> Want me to do a line, tugboat slash Shockmaster? Yeah. Okay. Uh, heart attack? Unfortunately, the Shockmaster is what he will most be remembered for. Exactly. Falling in his very... Ver- his yeah, fa- yeah, falling. He fucking fell! He fucking fell! I'm going to say falling in some type of way. Uh, you know what's funny? Uh, the person he was doing the uh, promo against, Sid Vicious, I actually have Sid on the list as possibility of dying. <laughs> uh, what was funny about that promo was Sid was still trying to do that actual promo and still try, and like the two were just not like matching up. Oh, when the guy fell. Yep. Well, yeah, because it wasn't uh, it, yeah. it wasn't tugboat talking. It was uh, it was Ole Anderson. Yeah, he was off stage. <laughs> Ole Anderson off stage. Yep. All right, so uh, tugboat. Uh, what did you say? Uh, I'm gonna say falling down in some type of way. <laughs> He's going to fall into or onto something. Okay. Very good. Very good. I like the. Uh... What the picks we have so far? Very good. Um, my next pick, my eighth pick in this uh, 2016 Dead Wrestler pool. Oh man, this one's gonna be another surprise. I'm gonna say DDP, Diamond Dallas Page. DDP. He's into yoga and shit. Yes, he will be doing a yoga workshop where somebody with a gun will come in and shoot up the place, DDP being one of the casualties. So you're saying terrorism is what's going <laughs> to... <laughs> that is correct. Is DDP will die DDP terrorism. In the end. <laughs> um, 
You gotta admit, if any of mine actually come to Parisha, you will be stunned. Which, and yeah, yes, I would be stunned about that. Um, I'm gonna go Greg the Hammer Valentine. <sighs> Greg the Hammer Valentine, and why? Mm. Can you die? Uh, you know what? Um. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say car accident. Okay. There's just something about his face that makes me think of there's a windshield in its future. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so I gotta take Greg the Hammer off the list here. Was he on your? Uh... He was on my. I have a big list of possibilities here. I mean, you can't see it at home, but uh, there is a uh, there is a pretty uh, pretty extensive list. I have about 50 names on here. Good lord. Uh, I mean, some. I, I'm really not taking that seriously. Like, I have Bill DeMott on here, who played Hugh Morris. That one guy last night uh, in the main event looked like Hugh Morris. <laughs> Kevin they, Owens? Uh, yeah. <laughs> A better v- version of Hugh Morris. Uh, do you remember when he was... Uh... Oh, man, what was there? Hugh Morris. Let me type in Wikipedia. I forgot the uh, the faction he belonged to. The Misfits? Was it the Misfits where they all dressed in camo? Yeah. And he was General Hugh G. Rection? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that I was exactly that. what I was looking for. And he also, uh, towards the end of his career in WWE, he actually wrestled as Bill DeMott. Just regular Bill DeMott. Do you really? I yep. remember that. Was he in the WCW, the ill-fated uh, invasion? Mm-hmm. He was one of those he was definitely a part of it. Nameless, faceless guys couldn't get Ric Flair or Goldberg or Hulk Hogan or he, Scott Hall or Kevin. Absolutely correct. All yeah. those dudes that they eventually brought in. Well, what happened was they all had these huge contracts through um, Turner Broadcasting, Turner, yeah, yeah. Still. and uh, and AOL and the buyout and everything, and then they weren't exactly signed to WCW as they were signed to Turner Broadcasting, I believe it was. So some of these guys had a chance to go to WWE, but they would have to terminate their contract with Turner. You know what I mean? So would Kevin Nash go to WWF, or would he sit at home and get paid $2 million? Would and Hulk then Hogan, go to WWF as soon as his contract. Yeah, and would Scott Hall and Hulk Hogan do that, or would they stay at home and, you know, would Ric Flair do that, or stay at home? Well, see, this goes back to what I, I've always said, is that we need to treat wrestlers like indentured servants <laughs> and just make them... I mean, they're they're performing for our amusement. Is that not the... Uh... I agree. I think my last pick is going to surprise you a little bit. But... Alrighty. So you got Greg Hammer Valentine. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, man. Who am I going to go with? <sighs> got a lot of names on here. Got a lot of names. Uh, my ninth pick in the 2016 Dead Wrestling Pool... Uh, I'm going to go with Perry Saturn. Perry Saturn. Perry Saturn. Um, his will be kind of similar to Virgil. It won't be in an autograph signing, but it will be discovered he's actually been dead for two years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, wait, that's not fair. I don't think you could count that then as uh Well, I'm saying I'm saying that 2016 is the year he will be discovered. Going to be already, already dead is going to be your cause of... Um, oh, he's not looking so good. Perry Saturn? No, he's looking bad. I, well, I'm just basing that off his head tattoo. Why would you have that many tattoos throughout your whole life and then wait until he's, I'm assuming? To get a uh, Mike Tyson slutty back tattoo on your face. There was a while there he where had he was actually... Uh, he was actually disappeared for a while. Remember Moppy? I do remember Moppy. He was a good wrestler, too. You know, he wasn't that bad. And then, like, somewhere along the line, he had, like, a lazy eye that just, you know. Like, I don't feel like he's always had the lazy eye. Maybe he got knocked loose a bit, so to speak. It's funny, there's uh, pictures on his Facebook with him and Terry Reynolds, so. But these were from 2012. Oh, I forgot when she managed him. I used to love her. Um, it's uh, it's sad that uh, probably the things he'll be remembered for most. Wow, they had. I'm looking at a picture of him in like lingerie and a robe. They had him doing some weird shit. They did. 
towards the end of his career. Moppy and um, him beating the hell out of that uh, out of that kid on uh, one of those WWF. It was like Metal or Jacked or uh, one mm-hmm. of those stupid uh, weekend syndication shows. Let's take a look here. I'm going to his website, perrysaturn.net. It's loading, so it's not a good sign that it hasn't been updated in a while. Well, probably the web traffic is so heavy of people trying to keep up with Perry Web page is not, <laughs> not available. You, got, you guys were listening at home. You guys were listening at home. You went right to perrysaturn.net only to find out that it's down. Oh. That's a shame. You know what? I, I think I picked the dark horse here with the Perry Saturn. I think that was my best choice so far. I, I I don't think you could put a bunch of wrestlers' names on a board and throw a dart at it. I don't think you're going to come up with a bad pick for any of these. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is now our final picks. Uh, now I'm kind of a little bit torn, but uh, for my final pick. I'm going to go with um, the chairman of the board himself, Wow, McMahon. Wow. As is. That's uh, that's rather shocking. Vince, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Well, he was born in 1945. That's a good start. So he's, he's going to be 71 this year. Oh, he just turned seventy last year. They do anything for uh, for the boss's big seventieth last year? Or he, he probably he seems like one of those guys that doesn't want to acknowledge that he's an old man. Yeah, uh, there's actually saying that when Dusty Rhodes died, that really hit him close because he's the same age as Dusty. Well, yeah, and they both probably have dog shit hearts. Uh, Dusty from just being fat his entire life, and Vince from well, Vince is an acknowledged steroid user. From back, I mean, he's been jacked forever. He was using it in, uh, he was definitely using it in the 80s and 90s. 90s yeah. yeah. Probably. So, I mean, he how was many, just on television the past couple weeks, actually. How many dudes do you see that are 70 years old that like are that? on the cover of Men in, or of uh, Health and Fitness with yeah. a metal chain? <laughs> yeah, that's that's his new picture. Like, that's coming out like next month, I think. Oh, is it, is it really? Yeah. That's not natural. That. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Vince. He's put enough. I feel like he's put enough steroids into his body over the course of a lifetime. I mean, he's gonna have that same thing that you know that British bulldog, Rick Rude, Kurt Henning thing, where he's just going. He's to, last. Uh, he's outlasted them, though. You know what I mean? Like he. I I be honest with you, I don't think Vince McMahon will ever die. I I yeah, I was gonna say I wonder what kind of rich guy uh, drugs he uh, keeps filled up with that keeps him alive. Yeah, look at that. What, <laughs> what are you looking at? The picture of him with uh, apparently he uh, dug up the junkyard dog and stole his chain at some point because uh, for some reason I'm assuming that man was buried with his chain. I guess, <laughs> but. Um, Actually, yeah, junkyard dog car accident. So don't and Randy Savage car accident. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's not a seventy-year-old man. I mean, it is, but it's just not. He uh, actually looked worse in the eighties than he does now. He did. Well, he's always had that. Uh, he was always obsessed with bodybuilding. Remember that weird W? That might you might have even been too mm-hmm. young to remember that. But I do remember the uh, the WBF. The World Bodybuilding Federation that yeah. he did in like the early '90s. It was like the fa- the same type of failure as the XFL. <laughs> like he tried to do something weird and just flopped. And I remember watching. It was like the World Bodybuilding Federation, and I didn't realize what it was. And I remember trying to watch it. There were only a couple of episodes of it, and I remember watching it and thinking because I thought they were gonna fight because it was from the WWF. So it's yeah. like, oh, I guess it's just like the most muscular guys fighting. And then all they did was pose. I was like, oh, this I, is I'm terrible. Gonna, I'm gonna... See if I can Google search that right now. What the the WBF, the World Bodybuilding Federation? It's terrible. Very disappointing. Oh my god, there is a full episode on YouTube of WBF <laughs> from 1992. Yeah, the World that Bodybuilding about Federation right. was a bodybuilding organization founded in 1990 by Vince McMahon. Terribly bad idea. Wow. How do I not remember this at all? 
I mean, I was young, but like you think you would come across something. No, I mean, then I again, like Vince McMahon does a good job keeping his stuff buried, like the XFL and this. Then yeah, nobody really talks about that much anymore. Well, I mean, there's no reason to, but. Oh, Bobby Heenan was a commentator. Wow. Can't see why this failed at all. Well, aside from the fact that it is boring as shit to watch people flex. That was a good pick. I will say. Um, He's got to go sometime. That heart's been pumping for a while. Let's let's take a look here. While doing research, the funny thing about YouTube, you know how it is when you're watching something and then like something else will pop up and you're like, oh, that looks cool. And then like next thing you know, like four hours later, you're wiping semen off your keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I'm just happy I'm here because I know that that part won't happen. But um, I'm watching like an old ECW video of where uh, Doink the Clown transforms into Born Again. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Matt Bourne? Yeah. He was the original, right? Yep, he's dead now. <clears throat> so I guess I can't pick him. So Vince McMahon, how's that he going to die? I'm sorry, we, we skipped that part. Um, Murder. Being blown up in a limousine. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, Is that your final answer? That's my final pick for him. All righty. I gotta tell you though, every time Vince McMahon's limo blown up, gets blown up, Chris Benoit dies and murders his family. <laughs> it's it's the weirdest thing. That's how it works. It's a delicate balance of the universe. Alrighty, my tenth pick, which uh, actually was not originally on the board, and very embarrassed that it took me a while to think of this guy. My tenth pick overall, Terry Funk. Terry Funk, that's a good one. I forgot about him. Um, Terry, Terry Funk, uh, Terry Funk will go peacefully with no harm. <laughs> so I think that does it. That's our ten. Is there anybody here you want to give honorable mention to? Mm. No. No. <laughs> I'm just gonna name off a couple names on my list here. Like I mentioned, I got a big list. Uh, the Blue Meanie, congratulations, you didn't make it this year. Um, Bam Bam Bigelow, you almost had it. Uh, Mikey Whipwreck, you would have been a nice little little shocker for everybody to see. Wait, did you say Bam Bam Bigelow? Yep. He's been dead for a while. Has he been dead for a while? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. He, I am quite positive that uh, Bam Bam Bigelow is, uh, is very dead. All right, time to do some research, guys. This is not actually Stephanie McMahon, is it? Uh, is it I think that, that's porn a porn star that looks I believe exactly it's a fake, because like if you look at the thing next to it, it'll say Stephanie McMahon fake. Oh, whoops. That looks a lot like her, though. Cause of death for Bam Bam Bigelow announced. How about that? He died in 2007. Where the hell have I been? Nine years ago, Dan. Man. you How did you not know Bam Bam Bigelow was dead? I must have just forgot. He would have been in... Uh, he, he died the same year Chris Ben wanted. Oh. Well, he died. Hold on a second. What's the date? 18th? Today? Nine years ago tomorrow. Bam Bam Bigelow? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, Bam Bam. Good knowing you. Uh, I had Marty Jannetty and Brian Nobbs on honorable mention. Uh, D'Lo Brown, you were on honorable mention. Good job. Why, why D'Lo Brown? <laughs> uh, D'Lo Brown, I don't know. He just felt like a good name to pick. I would have never gotten over, I don't think, uh, breaking someone's neck in the ring. Like, I'm amazed he even uh, wrestled after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Tony, Tony Atlas. Um, Those are both good ones. I actually, uh, it's funny because I'm going to have to say this for 2017's Dead Wrestling Pool if they're both alive. Tony Atlas will die from either Hacksaw Jim Duggan murdering him or Hacksaw Jim Duggan will die from Tony Atlas murdering him. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Both are very likely possibilities. Settling old scores. Alright, what about... The, this is not even... 
Is that like photoshopped or something? She would not actually wear that. No human being would wear that dress. I don't know. That's uh, that's ridiculous. It looks real, but I can't imagine her like walking around with her titties popped out like that. Oh, this must have been from that Blade movie. That could have been. See Ryan Reynolds in the background. Alrighty. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we had a lot here to say. I'm just looking at Stephanie McMahon pictures. Oh, there you go. For TM Francis, he picks Bobby Heenan, Jimmy Snuka, Dynamite Kid, Mr. Fuji, Don Morocco, Sabu, Bruno San Martino, Tugboat slash Sockmaster, Greg the Hammer Valentine, and Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Dan Brown, myself, I pick Randy, uh, Ricky Steamboat, uh, Lex Luger, uh, Sandman, Virgil, Vampiro, Sonny, Billy Graham, DDP, Peary, Saturn, and Terry Funk. I gotta say, Dan, I like my list uh, in terms of adding up the total ages of the people on it. I, I like your list too, man. You, you did a good job. I think I went for all old guys. Anyway, for TM Francis, I'm Dan Brown. Drive Ch safe. China could have been a good pick. China could. Oh my God, we definitely missed the boat I on that one. Forgot her on the honorable mention. She could have died of an overdose or in the draft. She might be dead now. There's a good chance she was on uh, Opie and Anthony last time we heard, or Opie with Jimmy, we should say. So, thank you guys. Drive safe. Have a good night.